0: Hello and welcome to Spicy Times, my name is Oliver Spicer. And I'm LA. Louis, can you describe yourself in a colour? White. Why, Why white. white?
1: Because I'm minimalist.
0: Oh, okay. To an extent. So you don't want that kind of shade or hue? I don't want like... I mean, I
1: feel like, uh, what's it called, the colour codes? Where it's like FFF? Oh yeah, I mean, like hexadecimal that, yeah.
0: colours. That That's easier to remember. Oh well. yeah, that is true. So you can just spam your keyboard with F. Exactly, there you go. Okay. Is there anything to do with purity, maybe? Hope. Yeah, I,
1: I'm... not necessarily. I just... I don't know. It's like a modern minimalist colour. I like that. Oh yeah, I can...
0: yeah. I okay. think that's a good choice. There we go. Okay, this is a podcast where we play some extremely odd games that I made up. Uh, let's get straight into the first game of the podcast, Survival of the Witless. The classic. The classic in every episode. Well, the classic in three episodes, because <laughs> we've made three episodes. Where we predict evolution by arguing which certain type of animal would be best suited to a specific environment, occupation, or lifestyle. And today's theme of survival of the witless is birds.
1: Everyone's favourite.
0: Do you like birds, Louis?
1: I'm an avid birdwatcher.
0: Oh, are you? I am. What's your favourite bird? The one with the wings. Oh, nice! Yeah, I like that one too. So, Louis, which bird do you think would be the best to survive underwater? A penguin. A penguin. Honestly, I didn't think that through. Yeah, I'm finding the loopholes. So, yeah. Um, understandably, because they can. yeah s- Swim in water. Yes. Is breathing not an option?
1: Uh,
0: not no. not. I don't have problem. Uh. Can they not come up, or do they have to always stay underwater? I feel like they need to live. They need to, like, inhabit underwater. Well, now this is a problem. Well, maybe as long as possible underwater.
1: Yeah, yeah I could... I mean, I, I feel like it's the best bird out there. I mean, Under. they are,
0: like, diving birds, so... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. And they're well-equipped for catching food. Yeah. Okay. okay. I chose a pelican. All right. Yeah. Because it's... Because <laughs> <laughs> it's got that big beak. Yeah. And... I guess it could just inhale a lot, inhale a lot. Yeah, just like take a big breath, a deep and then breath, just calm down. Hours exactly. <laughs> I feel like although it couldn't survive, it would be the best at surviving out of all of the birds. Yeah, probably. I'm wondering when surviving underwater, what would birds eat? Fish? No. I Did... oh yeah, because some birds yeah. already eat fish. Exactly. <laughs> of course. Okay. So which one do you think was better, my pelican? I feel you, like I cheated with the your penguin. penguin.
1: Now. <laughs> I feel like I'm cheating. I feel
0: like you also won though. Uh, so all right, I'm sure. gonna give it to you. There we go. So a pelican is the best bird to survive underwater now, just by our official standards. Yeah. Okay, Louis, which bird do you think would be the best bird to become a TV cook?
1: TV cook. Yeah. A swan. A swan.
0: A swan. Very delicate and yeah, flamboyant. I mean,
1: you know. Mm-hmm. back to the fashion thing.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: They look pretty cool. I feel like I feel like people would want to view a swan. Mm-hmm. You know? Um and also I feel like they want to get revenge. I feel like <laughs> you know I they mean They wanna get revenge. Yeah. They they're they're being eaten, I feel like, you no? Know? Are they not being eaten?
0: Oh yeah, I guess that is true. Uh I think you can eat swan. I don't think it's very popular, but yeah. Yeah, it's sure. Like
1: a revenge thing.
0: Okay. So yeah. do you think they would cook humans?
1: Now we're getting crazy, I don't know. I feel like if
0: humans can eat birds, birds can probably eat humans. Now we're getting crazy, although this bird is presenting. True, yeah, he eats humans now. Yeah. We're going into that world. (laughs) But he's presenting a show, but it's weird that he's cooking humans. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like the human part is less weird than the bird presenting a show. We're eating humans now. Would it also be produced by birds, the show? a whole crew of birds
1: working on the bird show. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. 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 What did you go with? I went with an ostrich. Okay. Why is that? I feel like it is the same height as a human roughly. Oh. So nice. then like you wouldn't need to reframe your camera. Damn. And also I uh, I just predicted it kind of speaking in a New York accent. <laughs> and I'm I'm not quite sure what like a New York Italian kind of accent. New York Italian. Yeah. You see an emu and you think of that. Yeah, I do. It kind of. I guess it just radiates that kind of atmosphere (laughs) (laughs) of being an Italian in New York. Of course. And I feel like they would be good, and they are good TV chefs. They are. I mean, I can't name one, but. But they are good. Yeah, that's true. Okay. So which one do you think would be better out of the two? I think emu and that one. Yeah, to be honest, it is. And... I mean, it's all about the camera angle framing, and they're perfect for it. So. <laughs> okay, Louis, which bird do you think would be the best bird to be a hipster? A puffin. Oh, why do you think a puffin?
1: I don't know. I feel like they're unique. If you if you want to qualify as a hipster, you've got to be different. Oh, yeah, that is kind of true. I don't see true. any puffins. I mean, I'm probably not in the best location for it, <laughs> but, you know, I feel like they're pretty crazy. I feel like they're underrated.
0: What? What thing do you think that a Puffin would like to make it a hipster?
1: It likes, like, really underground indie rock. (laughs) It's on Bandcamp. Surfing Bandcamp and finding the most, like,
0: obscure music it can. So it really likes discovering new bands that no one else knows of? Yeah. Okay. It's what Puffins do on a daily (laughs) basis. It's just what Puffins do, man. They're such hipsters. I put a duck. A duck. Specifically a mallard. Okay, why specifically a mallard? Because <laughs> female like, ducks are brown, female mallards. All right. They're this very, like, hipster shade. Hipster of shade. Brown. <laughs> hipster the hipster brown. brown. I feel like because it's just, like, leather and wood yeah. and, like, all things kind of from the past that we don't actually need anymore. Damn. The...
1: You're thinking... <laughs> Damn. I mean, that's...
0: Yeah. Uh, we don't need ducks anymore is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. <laughs> they can just... <laughs> Stop existing. Stop. Get rid of
1: the ducks. Bring in all the mallards.
0: Yeah, that's true. So Louis, which bird out of our selection do you think would be the best to be a hipster? I think the duck ideas. You think the uh, duck?
1: I'm, I think it's better than mine. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't I feel like all puffins are hipsters. You get different puffins, probably.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> I like how you backed down.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I was like, ah, that's probably a good choice. But now hearing yeah. the ducks, I th- I feel.
0: Oh, okay. So our next game is bastardization iteration. A game where Louis and I take turns making a process gradually more awful until we ruin all efficiency altogether. So today's theme of bastardization iteration and the process that we will be ruining is ordering food at a restaurant. We're
1: gonna ruin a lot of people's lives here.
0: That is true. But do a lot of people really rely on like waiters? I mean you got a lot of people
1: eat at restaurants kind of, you kind of true.
0: need that it kind of ruins the experience so is that where we're going to put our limit so the best thing to have at a restaurant is probably a waiter yeah probably okay
1: or food that's pretty fun <laughs> i like having food like at a restaurant, no, yeah
0: just a waiter <laughs> it's like what have you got on the menu today nothing nothing you want a menu <laughs> i thought we would just like talk for a it's bit just a show <laughs> So, I would say a downgrade from a waiter um, would probably be, like... I'm thinking now an ostrich <laughs> We're going or an emu. Okay. Yeah, like, just something bringing to the it out. Birds. A really aggressive one as well. Maybe it's from a... How does it... Uh, <laughs> New York.
1: <laughs> <laughs> New York Italian emu. <laughs> yeah, exactly. How does it uh, record your food? How does it
0: feed back to the chef? Like, hey, this is what this person ordered. Maybe it's got, like, um, it's wearing an apron... And you just kind of tick it. Nice. And then they rub it out. Once it gets to the. You tick the apron. You tick the apron, and then once it gets to the kitchen, they just rub it out. And then it goes back out. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that would still work. I feel like it would be hard to cool over like an emu or
1: ostrich.
0: Have the tame an ostrich. Yeah, that is kind of true. All right. Okay. Anyway.
1: A downgrade from that. Downgrade. Okay. Uh,. I feel like I'm taking it too far with this one. Oh, okay. But you know, like planes, right?
0: Yeah, you know how yeah, you can know get planes. planes
1: to write messages. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what if you write messages in the sky, like this is what I want? <laughs> and you write it in the sky. And then they know what you ordered.
0: Okay. Very expensive. Very expensive. And it would fade over time. It would. So you would have to make the dish very quickly. Yes. Okay. So would it be, is this in like a wide area? Or is this yeah, like... no.
1: It's like it's like an outside restaurant, so okay. that you can sort of see it.
0: Oh, okay. But... So at least you witness the experience. Yeah. Some people might get behind that.
1: Yeah, it's like entertaining, but you also order food.
0: Yeah, you've made it better. I'm sorry, Luke.
1: I've improved it. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> so a step down from that would be probably instead of having airplanes, I'm thinking I'm going back to birds. <laughs> i to the birds. You know how birds like fly in formation? Yes. If you maybe release doves instead. All right. And I feel like you would need a lot of doves. and that's we would. That's the... Oh,
1: wait, are we writing
0: with the doves? Yeah. Or maybe on, like, each dove there's a letter. And then they okay. also need to be in order.
1: Damn. You're going to really have to train these doves.
0: Yeah, that is kind of true. I guess that's why it's bad. That is why it's bad. Can we step down from that? Um...
1: So worse than doves,
0: yeah. Is you get flies? Oh, flies! Flies. <laughs>
1: so that it's like the same idea with the doves, right? Okay. But they're smaller, so you mm-hmm. require a magnifying, oh. magnifying thing as well.
0: Okay, so they're still far away, but they're like smaller. Yeah, but they're just smaller. Oh, okay. How would you attach the letter? Or
1: it's like a, like a little rope around the the fly. Okay. Yeah, and just carries a little piece
0: of paper. We're um, gonna get called out. By like animal protection yeah. services. Wait, who protects
1: the flies?
0: I oh yeah, I it's guess I feel like no one's protecting flies. This is what we need to get behind protect protection protect the of flies. flies. <laughs> hashtag save the flies. <laughs> okay, to be honest, I think we've ruined that. We have ruined it. We've completely. ruined ordering food. Now you need to hashtag save the flies. <laughs> 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 we've developed a response to an action we have made. We've made it worse, and we've also killed all the flies. Yeah. So, to be honest, I I think we've succeeded at bastardization iteration. We have. So, our next segment is frightful phobias. Okay. What do you think of phobias, just in general? I don't know. I find a lot of
1: irrational stuff scary. Yeah. But I don't know if I have a phobia of stuff.
0: Yeah. I kind of find that, like, people do find a lot of things weirdly scary. Yeah. But I think giving that a name is, like, a step too far. I feel like it makes it, like, a full-on condition. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So then when you go to someone, and then they're like, I've got diabetes, then someone just goes, butts in, and says, oh, yeah, I've got a fear of uh, chairs. (laughs) A fear of chairs. That's why I'm not sitting down right now. (laughs) I have a rational fear of chairs. I'm actually scared of icebergs, I'm not going to lie. Are you? Icebergs are very scary. Why is that? Like, Titanic? Mm
1: -hmm. I mean... Yeah, I guess, but Mm -hmm. also they're just so big, I don't know, it scares me.
0: Yeah, I guess that is true. It's overwhelming. Yeah. And they're also in the ocean, and the ocean's very scary, so... Mm -hmm. Okay, I've got a list of phobias, and you have to guess which one I have made up. Okay. So there will be two real phobias. Real phobias. One fake phobia that I want you to guess. Okay. So our first set of phobias... So which one do you think I have made up—the fear of trees, a fear of flowers, or the fear of leaves?
1: Okay, which... going back to nature.
0: Oh yeah, which plant-based yeah. object do you think people <laughs> fear the
1: most? I feel like people could probably uh, fear
0: flowers because of hay fever. Oh yeah, no, that that makes sense. I didn't think about that, but that that's actually kind of logical. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then you've got leaves. Mm-hmm. Okay, the reason why leaves actually kind of scare me <laughs> is because, like in the autumn, right, you get a lot of a lot of leaves.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: I don't know what's under there. That oh. scares me. I feel like they could be covering
0: something. It's like mystery. What, exactly. What, what do you think would be the worst thing that would be concealed by leaves?
1: A dove. A
0: dove. <laughs> a circus of doves. No. Emerge from the leaves. The doves and they spell out. You're next in the sky. (laughs) And your death is not fated. order you a steak. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, to be honest, that is pretty scary.
1: Yeah. Also, you get, like, uh, moths that look like leaves.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: And you don't know if it's a leaf or a moth, and then Mm -hmm. it's a a moth.
0: Okay. So are you saying that the fear of trees is fake?
1: Yeah, I don't see how you could find a tree scary, honestly. Oh,
0: okay. Well, a fear... Of trees is a real thing. It's called dendrophobia. The fear of flowers is a real thing. It's called anthrophobia. But the fear of leaves is fake. The fear of leaves is fake. Okay. I'm sorry, Louis, you're the only one. I'm the only one scared of leaves. That has a rational fear of leaves, yeah. Which one out of these do you think is fake? The fear of the number 13, the fear of black cats, or a fear of mirrors shattering? Okay, so they're all, like, superstitious things. Yeah, they've they got that theme.
1: I, th- I I think the 13 thing's real. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure that's a yep. real thing. Black cats mm-hmm. and shattering mirrors. I mean, I, I... You know, the seven years bad luck thing, uh-huh. I think that's scarier than a black cat. I don't know what a black cat means, but, you know, I like cats, so
0: I'm gonna say people aren't scared of cats. That is the correct answer. Slightly. Slightly. It's slightly correct. So the fear of the number thirteen is one of the longest phobias, like lengthwise. Yeah. It's called trisc age Nice. I think that must just be thirteen in Latin. Probably. Um the fear of mirrors shattering is called castrophobia. Which sounds like a fear of something very different. <laughs> uh but there is a fear of cats, which is alloraphobia. But there isn't a fear of black cats. Okay, I didn't think people would be scared of
1: cats. I love cats. Yeah.
0: Maybe, again, it's to do with allergies. Oh, yeah, true. Because some people are allergic to cats. Okay, which one out of these do you think is the fake one? The fear of flutes, the fear of the opposite sex playing the saxophone, (laughs) or the fear of steel drums? Okay. going musical now. Yeah. The fear of flutes. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Have you ever, have you ever been scared of a flute? I've never been scared of any of those things.
0: Oh, okay. I feel like... <laughs> to be honest, okay. yeah.
1: within reason, yeah. <laughs> uh, steel drums. Steel I mean, drums. I wouldn't think any of those things would be scary, but I feel like that could be kind of scary. Oh, okay, yeah. The opposite sex playing a saxophone specifically, mm-hmm. it's, it's too specific. I feel oh, like okay. when you're in a situation where the opposite sex is playing a saxophone, you're like, damn, that's scary. Yeah, Like, I don't know, is, is if the same sex plays a saxophone, is that scary? Apparently not, according okay. to this. <laughs> I mean,
0: yeah, I'm going to go with flutes and not, and not a real fear. Well, I'm sorry, Louis, because the fear of flute is called allophobia. The fear of the opposite sex playing the saxophone is called saxosexophobia. But the fear of steel drums is not real. Damn, I thought that would be the scariest one. Why do you think people are scared of the opposite sex playing a saxophone? I don't know. I mean, I've never been in that situation. Maybe it is scary. Maybe I have that and I just don't know. (laughs) You've never witnessed that? I've never witnessed it. Well, it might be a thing to try out. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I don't know how. Just, like, listen to some female jazz music. There we go. Okay. So our next game is called Appliance Reliance, a game where Louis and I will go back and forth Trying to think of the most uses for a certain household appliance. Today's appliance is a toaster.
1: A toaster.
0: You like toast?
1: I do like toast.
0: Do you like um what are those crump crumpets? Crumpets. Big fan of crumpets. I don't mind crumpets. What about Definitely. bagels? Big I, on I, bagels. I,
1: <laughs> a bagel is toasted and nice. I can't eat bagels yeah. not toasted I mean, I yeah, can, but they're, they're not
0: they're not nice. Maybe a bagel sandwich, which is not toasted. Yeah. I could go for
1: that. We're discussing bread.
0: (laughs) Okay, what was it? Toaster. So, the first use for a toaster that I can think of is, obviously, if you fill it with lighter fluid. Obviously. (laughs) Obviously. And then kind of use it as a flamethrower when you eject the toast. Damn. Yeah. Nice. I was going to go a bit more basic, like... Just putting something
1: on top of the toaster with the heat. Oh, okay. You know, like, uh, if people make cakes, they need to melt chocolate or whatever, just put Mm -hmm. a bowl of chocolate. It's like a heat thing. Yeah.
0: I feel like if you get two toasters and put them next to each other, like, shoulder width apart, you can use them as a makeshift trampoline. A makeshift? Can you bounce? As on the thing that, like, pushes them down.
1: Oh, I see. Yeah.
0: Nice you up for right. that? <laughs> I'm up for that. You
1: know, if you want to go do that after this,
0: <laughs> I'm down. Uh, I only have one toaster. You uh, mind. I'm, I'll bring one right. Okay, great. You bring the toaster. I bring the other toaster, <laughs> the other toaster. obviously. <laughs> um, Have you got
1: another... Another use? Mm-hmm. I feel like all yours are too creative. Mine are just like, well, it, it, it's heat, so uh, <laughs> melt stuff. Something else you could do with a toaster. Yeah. Or multiple toasters, multiple. Required. Oh, I'm doing it again, which I did with the staplers. <laughs> but uh, we're going to build them, no, stack them stack and build them. stuff out of them.
0: Oh, okay. Like, Do you mean you could maybe build like a stair, stairway, yeah, staircase? Because then you could kind of bounce on From the. Sharp,
1: you can bounce on the toasters.
0: Bounce on the toasters. They also double as like you can actually use them as toasters. Yeah, toasters stairs. I it's like, like that. Yeah,
1: it's like a staircase, but it's. Got multiple users.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah. Launching projectiles.
1: Launching projectiles.
0: Yeah, I'm just thinking maybe just put a ball, tennis ball, in there. Just kind of Can launch it. Can you fit back. A tennis
1: ball in a toaster?
0: Um, f- smaller ball, maybe smaller a balls. squash ball, because I ping feel like balls. they're flexible. Oh, ping pong balls. That's good. And then you could fit like oh, a ping pong serving device.
1: Okay. Because then you could side. fit
0: like 15. Yes. Ping pong balls inside a toaster. Then you put it, uh, it might melt, you might have to turn that off. There's a yeah. little engineering <laughs> a involved. A little bit of a problem. Because the balls might melt in the toaster, and then when they're ready, they'll come at you, and then you've just got to fire them back.
1: In Wimbledon, I feel like this is going to happen. Oh, Wimbledon, yeah. Wimbledon, but it's
0: table tennis. Yeah, in table tennis, when, when, uh, Yeah, Wimbledon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, our final game is Dreadful Investments where I pitch numerous flawed business ideas to Louis, and he has to decide whether they are still worth investing in or if I have completely ruined any kind of profits. Yay. So the theme for this dreadful investments is toys. Okay. Okay. So our first toy is Play-Doh made from molten metal.
1: We're burning kids.
0: I mean, to be honest, I don't want to sound harsh, but... They're burning themselves. <laughs> if we do
1: not take any responsibility <laughs> if your child we, is harmed.
0: We put on the side of this toy. This is not a toy. <laughs> this is molten metal. Molten metal. Yeah.
1: Uh, if you wait for it to sort of cool. Oh okay. I mean, okay, right. But then it's if not this, molten. If this. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say kit. I don't know if I'd call it a kit, but uh, if we make this a kit rather than just molten metal, you know, oh, okay. you get some, like, gloves or something. Oh, yeah. Or, yeah, and, like, a poking device. I feel like you could, uh, I don't know, like, shift it around mm-hmm. and sort of, yeah, make stuff out of it, and then it would cool and be a a big thing. Yeah,
0: okay. so you could make, like, statues or something. Yeah, exactly. H- how do you think you would transport molten metal?
1: Yeah, that's a problem. Um Tins. We'll just put it in a tin.
0: Just put it in a tin. I feel like a tin can withstand a lot. Even if it's made out of the melted objects inside of it. Yes.
1: A very resistant tin.
0: Yeah. Okay, next. Oh, wait. Did you want to... Yeah, I'm investing in this one. Yeah, of course. Of course. I mean, that's just a go-to. Okay, next. Remote-controlled cars with real carbon emissions. Oh, no. (laughs) Global warming. We're destroying the planet. We're destroying the planet. Okay.
1: Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's it's like, you know, you get like five-year-olds, they want to play with cars. Oh, yeah. Then you get 17-year-olds, they want to drive cars. (laughs) It's like in between, it's like a slightly more realistic car, so they can experience what it would be like to drive a real car,
0: but also get to play with toy cars. And also breathe in that awful carbon emissions. Exactly. To be honest, that's good. It Um, is. Do you think, how would you source the, like, how would you drive the car? As in, what energy source do you think would energy be used? Energy source.
1: I feel like we've got to make it as close as possible to a real car. Mm-hmm. If we want to, you know, hit that target audience. But uh, yeah, I feel like we'll just make it like a real car, mm-hmm. but a lot smaller.
0: So just like gasoline, but yes, tiny, like a combustion small. thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. So investment or no investment? Investment. Or oh, I'm getting these just fast. Yeah. All the money. Yeah, all the money. Okay. What about slinkies that scream? Okay, that's slightly disturbing.
1: <laughs> slightly. Slightly. It's just a little bit. Out just a there. tiny, be,
0: tiny no. little bit disturbing when you stretch out the slinky or put it down the stairs and it starts and screaming scream. its lungs out that aren't even there.
1: I feel like. I mean. It, Screaming is not scary as long as you know it's going to happen. <laughs> I feel like if it's like a unexpected scream, then it's yeah. scary. Okay. And uh, yeah, it's like a very unique slinky. Okay. But I'd just be so scared to like even go near it. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'd have to put it away very, very carefully. Because I mean, especially like at <laughs> night if people are sleeping and you accidentally knock over this slinky and it goes all the way down the <laughs> stairs and there's multiple screams. Just in the middle of the night—that's going to be very scary. Do you think the police
0: would be called? Yeah, they probably would. Like, oh no, don't worry, it was just my slinky. <laughs> Everyone's fine. Do you, do you know what? I think that's a common excuse. <laughs> no, the screaming—screaming screaming in scheme. my basement—that
1: wasn't—that wasn't anyone. That was my slinky.
0: <laughs> so investment, no investment, no investment. I'm sorry. Uh, okay, what about Monopoly with real taxes?
1: <laughs> Again, it's like a, a more realistic version yes, of monopoly yeah. it's like with the cards like monopoly is sort of like a a refined version of it Not oh refined, yeah a simplified version of it uh-huh. and then you've got real life with real money mm-hmm. but you get like a midpoint of the two.
0: Oh, okay yeah it's yeah. like
1: a it's like a training thing yeah. do you think it would be boring at all yeah i feel like now you're taking the fun out of it because you're actually going to be losing money here <laughs> i feel like it's already i mean i think it's a I mean, I like Monopoly, but it's a pretty mm-hmm. boring game. Yeah, that is true. It takes, like, five hours anyway. But I guess here, you're actually risking money. It's like Monopoly, mm-hmm. but you're gambling. Yeah. Kind of. So I feel like that would engage the audience a little bit more.
0: Oh, okay. Could be a bit more exciting. <laughs> On that gambling, there's gambling tax. But there is,
1: Yes. Oh no, we've got all the taxes.
0: <laughs> There's just like 50% of all your income is going to be taxed. <laughs> then you've got property tax every time you have a go. And then you've got just being a live tax from passing go. Damn. Jail tax.
1: Yeah, this is ruining the game.
0: <laughs> you would get into debt very easily. You would. Maybe it would actually go faster. Because people would lose money to the bank just yeah. so much more fast. More faster. More faster. Great. So, investment, no investment. I'm going to go with no. Oh, not again. Lego made from coloured sand. Coloured sand? Mm-hmm. Is this like... um?
1: Okay, wait, coloured sand. Coloured sand. It, is it like in the form of a block, or is it just
0: actual sand? So, it's just actual sand, but... So, you get a Lego block, you yeah. put it together, then it just separates into sand.
1: Okay. This is going to take some, like real patience to build anything like this. Otherwise, it's just going to crumble literally yeah. into sand. Mm-hmm. How are we um, dyeing the sand here? How are we getting it different colours?
0: I'm just thinking just like food colouring or something. Cause right. At least then it's edible. <laughs> at
1: least <laughs> the sand is edible.
0: I know that I eat sand all the time, so yeah. that's a priority for my company. Exactly. <laughs>
1: um, Yeah, I mean, it's like, I guess... Again, it's kind of similar to that thing where it's like training because it's like it's like Lego but more advanced. It's like <laughs> too difficult, maybe. It's like very difficult Lego. <laughs>
0: You'd have to be a very good. What about like sets though? Like oh yeah, true. You would just like get a Millennium Falcon, but then oh, it's, it's just, just, a <laughs> <laughs> just a pile of sand. Just a pile of grey sand. And then people also stick together their Lego, so maybe. If you like just stick together the sand. sand. So it's more like a mould, really. I don't know. Big pile of sand. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Investment, no investment. I'm sorry, I can't invest in your sand. No. I've really gotta get all the sand out of my house. It's piled up (laughs) You spend all your money on the sand. I have to swim in and out of my kitchen. There is sand (laughs) everywhere. Oh my god. (laughs) You are making my life a living hell, Louis. So what about Cluedo with real police paperwork? Okay. It's the same kind of monopoly It is, thing. it is.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'd i play that. That sounds you fun. You'd play that. I, I mean, I feel like... Wait, so we're doing, like, police paperwork? Yeah. Well,
0: yeah. But I feel like it wouldn't be while well solving a crime. It would just be mostly police paperwork. Yes. And then you get to, like, move the spot. Then, then you get to spot, roll the hour of paperwork. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you need to take out all the uh, risks, cautions of moving into that spot, and then submit it. into five to six working days, you get it back. It's either greenlit or redlit, and you can either move or you can't.
1: It's like a two-year-long monopoly. Game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'd I'd play that honestly. I feel I feel like play that get, for two years. I would play that for two years. Mm. Yeah, uh, I mean, you. I guess you'd get better at Cluedo. You'd have to improve. Yeah, that's true. Because you'd have a lot of time to think about your moves, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah, it's like, Cluedo, pro- is there professional Cluedo? Is uh, this a thing?
0: I'm not sure, because it's not very skill-based, but I'm sure there is. There's yeah. like professional most Professional things. Cluedo. That would actually be a good segment, which things are professional and not. Oh, <laughs> Next no week on Spicy Times. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm the best at that.
0: Okay. And finally, granite teddy bears.
1: Would you like to explain the granite so, teddy bears? I feel
0: like the purpose of a teddy bear is to be, like, huggable. Yes. But it's made out of stone, and it's cold. Okay. Yes, yes. And it feels no emotion. Well, no, I mean <laughs> real teddy bears don't, but it feels less emotion, even less. Even less. Even less, it's cold-hearted. Yeah, uh... That just made me sad. <laughs> this <laughs> is a depressing talking. teddy bear. <laughs>
1: It's like a, it it's like a teddy bear, but only people with depression can have it. It's a.
0: Surely that wouldn't help their
1: depression. No, I'm making it worse. Everyone now has depression. You all get depression bear. Uh yeah, I mean again, I feel like it's a, like the training wheel type thing. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like it will get people out of the habit of like holding teddy bears. Like wow, I realize my teddy bear has no emotion.
0: Is that why you have a teddy bear? With you wherever you go, yeah. I mean, you you are holding it right now. I
1: am right now. <laughs> gripping no one can that. see it, but you
0: are properly gripping it. Like I'm abusing this teddy bear. <laughs> I mean, I think it should be made out of granite. Yeah, and then you'd be less inclined to cuddle it and bring it around with you.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's like a a thing to like stop addiction, kind of.
0: But <laughs> I mean, I feel like it's not a addiction. rehab for teddy bears. Rehab
1: teddy bears. <laughs> yeah. Why okay. not? I will invest in your granite teddy bears.
0: Excellent. We got a couple investments. A bit sad about the sand, you know. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, I can't get out of my lungs, the doctors have explained. I don't know if you're going to be able to
1: get all your money back for this sand.
0: Yeah, that is kind of true. I imported it. Well, I say I imported it. I went to a beach. I dug you it up. dug it up I for f- multiple days. I filled the train, <laughs> <laughs> the public train with sand, <laughs> and went back. And then shoveled it back into my house. So, I mean, it is... Yeah, just, I'm, I'm sorry for ruining your life. But. It's just a hard life, right? You lose some, you win some. Now, and just...
1: your teddy bears are made out of granite. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that was episode three of Spicy Times. Thank you very much for listening. I've been Oliver Spicer. And I've
1: been L.A., a.k.a. Louis Barnes-Jones.
0: I hope we can meet again when you expose yourself to the next episode of spicy times